and welcome to The First Bill, the podcast for pharmacists seeking the latest updates and earning CE while you're at it. I'm your host, Q Nguyen, Director of Content Development here at APHA. Today, we have a topic that addresses a pressing issue affecting many new mothers. Postpartum depression, or PPD, is a major global health problem. Using the Pregnancy Risk Assessment Monitoring System, or PRAMS, CDC research shows that about one in eight women in the United States with a recent live birth experience symptoms of postpartum depression. And existing research supports the use of both psychological treatments and psychosocial interventions as and then their effective options. But for this time, we'll spend it on medications. Antidepressants such as SSRIs are often the first line of treatment for moderate or severe cases of PPD. But because most antidepressants take at least four weeks to kick in, a provider may opt to recommend oral zironolone if you have a more severe case of PPD. FDA approved in August of this year as the first oral medication specifically um, indicated to treat PPD, zironolone is a synthetic form of allopregnanolone, which is a naturally occurring neural steroid that the body makes from the hormone progesterone. Now, allopregnanolone plasma concentrations are known to increase throughout the duration of pregnancy, peaking through the third trimester before dropping rapidly upon delivery. Something I want to share real quick is that IV rexanolone, intravenous, again, intravenous IV rexanolone is also a synthetic metabolite of progesterone that was approved in 2019, but that requires a very long infusion. We won't get into it right now. Just wanted to keep that in the back of your mind in case you ran into uh, that literature and data. So patients from two randomized controlled trials who received oral zironolone daily for 14 days showed improved or showed significantly more improvement in their Hamilton depression rating scale compared to the placebo groups. Trials showed that its, affected, its effects lasted for up to four weeks after concluding the two week treatment. So what five things do you need to know about zironolone? First is placement therapy. It is indicated for PPD and the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, or ACOG, recommends that it can be considered for a major depressive episode where symptoms began during the third trimester or within the four weeks after delivery, but it does not have to be prescribed during that period. It can be used alone or as an adjunct with other oral antidepressant therapy like SSRIs and SNRIs. Second, dosage and administration. Zeronolone 50 milligrams is prescribed to be taken once daily with the evening meal, a fatty meal, for 14 days. The package insert was very specific and gave examples of this fatty meal. So their example was a meal that had at least 400 to 1,000 calories or 25% to 50% of fat. And this dosage, it actually could be reduced to 40 milligrams if CNS depressant effects occur. And in cases of severe hepatic or renal impairment, dosing should be initiated at 30 milligrams once daily. And always check your drug drug interactions and contraindications, especially with those CYP3A4 inhibitors and inducers. Third, side effects. The most common side effects include drowsiness, dizziness, diarrhea, fatigue, nasopharyngitis, and urinary tract infection. Fourth, Precautions. 
It contains a box warning noting the possible impact of a person's ability to drive and perform other potentially hazardous activities. We often aren't um, fully aware of our own degree of impairment. And so to reduce the risk of harm, make sure that you counsel patients to not drive cars, tractors, heavy machinery, even like their lawnmower for at least 12 hours after taking the medication. Fifth, another precaution. It may cause fetal harm. So women should be sure to be cognizant about this and use effective contraception while taking the medication for two weeks and then for one week after completing it. Now, the decision to use Ronalone should balance the benefits of significantly improved and rapidly resolved symptoms with the risk of potential suicidal thoughts or behavior, sedation, and lack of really long-term efficacy data. Again, the studies only support, uh, they, were only, they only were able to find benefit up until the end of the study, which was four weeks after the completion of the two-week therapy. It's important to remember that having untreated postpartum depression can potentially put the baby at risk of behavioral and developmental delays. So really addressing PPD is the priority. The medication is now an option with a prompt onset of action and the potential for recovery and remission of symptoms. But of course, we think about our patients, we think about their history, their risk factors, their preferences, but most importantly, first and foremost, we should really screen our patients for PPD where appropriate. I hope that you found this helpful, but until next time, happy listening. Thanks so much.